0: Okay, so I actually have two things to start out with. That's so many things. You want to save one for the next? No, one? no. Okay. no. They're, because both they're both fast. Uh, okay. One is that I just received a text like two minutes ago from a number that I do not know that just said hi. Oh, so I recently received one of those and I just blocked the number. I said hi back. And oh, no. I will give you future updates during this episode if they respond. That is terrifying. Um, I'm excited. I hope you don't get murdered. Well, uh, I mean, they already have my number,
1: so... <laughs> yeah, they can yeah. find you. Yeah. you're Okay, well, we'll see how
0: that goes. What's the other thing? Uh, a grievance. So okay. I, I went and watched the first episode of The Twilight Zone, and there was nothing to do with glasses.
1: <laughs> it wasn't the first... What was the first episode then?
0: It's like a guy alone by himself in a city and then he's like actually in a simulation in this like machine in the army and he like freaks out and then they take him out of the simulation that Uh, is
1: similar to the first one or the one that I thought was the first one maybe it's the first (laughs) one I ever saw but it's like a guy who's like he really likes reading Uh and then he never has any time to read and everyone's always making fun of him for reading, but then there's like a nuclear explosion while he's in like a bank vault. So everybody in the town dies except him. And then he gets out and he's like, Oh, this is great. My family's dead, but at least I have time to read. But then he breaks his glasses and then it's like, no, I can't read. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, I dead ass thought that was the first episode. No, it's not.
0: (laughs) Apologies. I was annoyed. I <laughs> uh, can't say that I was like super into watching the Twilight Zone in general either. Yeah, a
1: lot of their episodes are like very like governmenty, military, <laughs> like, boring. But then yeah. sometimes they'll have like some bangers that are like like get all spooked out at the end. So I like those ones.
0: Yes. Also, I discovered recently that there was uh like an old time radio show not uh, almost like a podcast would be now where <laughs> they uh, kids back before podcasts we had yes. these things called radios um but they like did random like they would make up stories that were like true crime but not true and one of them was crime. the was the strange case of the murder of carrie ellis and that's you yeah I, I listened to it and it was fun and it was like oh they're figuring out my murder oh who did it was it me Uh, i don't remember her name but it was the wife of the person also it's like it has them have like the recording of the voices of the characters like during the murder so it's like carrie ellis opens the door it's like some lady's there and she's like are you carrie ellis and she's like yes and then the lady's like wasn't well it was carrie ellis but you're carrie ellis I am, yes, it was me in the 1950s opening the door. But as soon as she opens the door, the lady's just like, I hate you. (laughs) Are you sure it wasn't me? And Carrie Ellis is like, Well, I've never met you before. And then she just gets shot. It's great. You should make that your ringtone. Yes.
1: (laughs) Carrie Ellis, I hate you. Pop,
0: pop. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. Uh, All right. Okay, so that's that's what I had to begin with. Shall we get into the episode? Yeah. Um, okay. I watched I watched ahead a little bit. So Ooh. I'm not actually sure where we're at right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's we, uh, just on season two, episode six. Okay. Uh, just want to let you know, I'm hearing a lot of echoing of my voice back to me from your end. It's because I don't have the mattress
1: on the wall behind me, I think. Usually okay. there's like a mattress, okay. but um,
0: there's not. It might sound really bad, just saying. Well,
1: we've done it like this before and it's
0: been fine. Yeah.
1: Also, um, remember last week when I spent half the episode loudly eating vodka? Yes. <laughs> it did. I was
0: not all- happy about that. <laughs>
1: i feel like that is
0: peak slow tat right yes, there. Just, i don't want to listen to it in my ears though yeah i
1: also stopped but tangent off of that is today i was on like a, a road trip with greg and zoe and she was like so we were like in the car and she was like behind us and he fed her a raw steak because she's on a raw food diet and he's okay decided to feed her raw steak whatever but he was he didn't want her to like take it into the back and like eat it there and get raw steak everywhere so he's just holding it right next to my ear as she's just loudly chewing on her raw steak right now i was a fan i was like someone make an asmr of this immediately
0: no (laughs) i i am like not an asmr person like whenever we discovered it i thought it was super funny but like I don't like the way it sounds. I am a huge fan of mouth sounds. I don't like it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. No, but thank yeah. you. Okay. Anyway, so season two, episode six, it's called The Summer of Our Discontent. Okay. Yeah. This is referencing a Shakespeare line, The Winter Ooh. of Our Discontent. Okay. Um, which is like the opening line of Richard III. <laughs> play boring, yeah but also I found out because I wasn't actually sure that that was what it was like I didn't know I just heard the title and I was like that sounds familiar to me like something I've heard before it wasn't like I knew off the top of my head that's a Shakespeare line it sounds like um and also there's a book called the summer of our discontent it okay. was published in 2021 so like oh, not what this is not was it about this episode of slow tat no it's about it's like a lesbian enemies to lovers romance that's so.
1: one of my favorite genres
0: right so yeah. definitely look into reading that like I okay. would order that um but I wish it was based I wish this episode was based on that book from the future. What if they just <laughs> randomly instead of Slow Tat did an
1: episode about lesbian en- enemies to lovers? That's basically Grace and Adrian. Well, right? I was
0: gonna say, I don't think there's any reason why that can't be Slow Tat. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, they were they ship sort of enemies in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And they're
1: basically lovers now. So yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So okay. there are no subtitles in this episode. I don't know if you did try- you have
1: any? I, I feel like I tried to put them on on one of them, and it like wouldn't let me. But I just assumed it was like my TV was being weird. See,
0: I wasn't sure if it was mine being weird either, but I'm pretty sure because every other episode is fine. Well, so they I really mean,
1: have just given up. Yeah, at this point. like there are like, just
0: no subtitles. Totally abandoned for
1: this. <laughs> awesome um, instrumental episode.
0: Uh. So we're starting out in the school, in a classroom. So there are classrooms now. And this is something we'll see moving forward into the future. Oh, yeah. In classrooms now. Oh, yeah. Not just a hallway. Um, But we're starting with the dead parents club. So we got Ben, Madison, and Jake. They're all sitting there. They're waiting for Grace. She shows up. She's wearing a very deep V-neck, which, like, good for her. She can wear whatever she wants. But... One, I feel like, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that would be against the school dress code. And also two, my parents would have never let me out of the house wearing like that deep of a V-neck personally. So I know she comes from a conservative family. I can't see her mother being super supportive of that.
1: I mean, personally, I would just like wear a hoodie until I had left the house.
0: Like not that I
1: did that. I never really wore anything scandalous, but like if- I was wearing something that I didn't want my parents to see. I would just like put a hoodie on until right. And that is
0: relevant to next episode when Ashley does that.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, I have thoughts and feelings. Let's go. So, uh, Grace is there, dead parents club. It's the last day of school, we find out. So, they're just starting a club on the last day of school and then having no meetings. (laughs) I don't know if this ever comes back either. Like, we talked about it a lot.
1: Because it's hilarious it as is. a
0: concept. But um, do they stay a
1: club in the future? Or does it just talk, die after this? Did we talk about the concept of the banana splits? We're, what? <laughs> <laughs> Were you
0: split a
1: banana? I, I feel like we discussed this on the podcast while talking about the Dead Parents Club already, but maybe I hallucinated that. Um, there's like a thing that um they have in some schools I think it started in like the 90s but it's like a club for kids with divorced parents called the banana splits because it's like your parents split up and so it's like kids can get together and they do like activities and they can talk
0: about like their
1: feelings about their parents not being together or whatever but it's called banana splits
0: I don't think you've mentioned that to me before
1: how do I know about that
0: I don't know. Wait. Okay. Is this, wait. Is this a real thing? Yeah, I assumed Where? you
1: had researched it and told no. me
0: about. It. I have no idea what that is. Okay. Well,
1: I'm pretty sure it's a real thing. Fact check me if you want, but the banana splits. Are you perfect. sure
0: you didn't just make that up?
1: No. Okay.
0: No, you're not sure. No, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Why? Would, how would my brain formulate that? How does your brain formulate anything? It formulates Anna. That's an
1: excellent point, but I feel like that's a reach even for me. I okay. think it's a real thing. Anyway, okay. but I feel like they could have come up with a better name than just the Dead Parents Club. Like, they could have called it the death. Oh, no.
0: Deaths oh or no. Okay. Um. So, they're talking about their summer plans after that. Jake's going to football camp, which apparently is all
1: summer? Question mark? Literally all of them, like, Ben kind of makes sense because he's going to another country, but yeah. everyone else's things like like Grace's like doctor camp, that would be like one month at most, right. Like, no one goes to camp for an entire summer.
0: Yeah. so like just get that out of the way now because every camp that they like mention, they're all like, I have to go to this or this. And those are like, I can't do both. And it's like most summer camps would be a week to a month like if it was an extremely long camp like yeah
1: I, I like, I've that. been to I went to volleyball camp and it was literally like three days yeah like it's like it would be so expensive to pay for your kid to live somewhere else for an entire summer right like no one would do that
0: and also That's like insane. as far as football camp goes like I'm pretty sure sports will just have practices during the summer but they're not necessarily camps like it'll just be like every like Monday or Monday and Thursday you have football practice or something not like I don't know and also
1: he plays for the football team at his own school so he doesn't need to go anywhere for football camp
0: So there's no reason why it would be, like, a weird conflict with him and Grace.
1: Okay, also, like, I don't know anything about summer school, and Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll get to that, but, like, I feel like that wouldn't even be, like, it's not like you're there all day all summer, like, you take, like, a couple classes, like, I feel like it wouldn't even be every day of the week.
0: Yeah, I know... Uh, a couple people who are involved in summer school from a teaching perspective uh-huh. at some different schools and they are usually like tuesday wednesday thursday so monday yeah. and fridays aren't a thing that makes sense. i don't know um, Yeah, but all these people
1: are acting like oh like we'll never see you again for the next three months and it's like That's yeah not really how any of this
0: works okay so Madison is not going anywhere for any camp because she has no personality trait that she can of convert into a camp, uh, except unless they had like yearbook camp, which they don't. Um, ben says he'll kill Jake at some point. I don't know why, but I support that. Yeah. Um, and then Grace tells Ben that Betty is a prostitute. I mean, so...
1: we all been new.
0: We got that reveal for him. And then Dead Parents Club is done. We go to Amy's house where she's talking to Molly. Amy confirms that she's not going to Italy. So we just kind of dropped that. Like, yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, has she discovered yet that she has to do summer school? Not yet. That's later in this episode. That's later. That's interesting. But it's yeah. like they. Because, from a show perspective, they could have had her fully planning on going until she gets that news. And then yeah. it would be much more emotional. But no. And it would just be like,
0: hey, a conclusion to the conflict instead of yeah. just like. And like a reason why she can't go. Arguing to do it before. And everyone was telling her not to. And she was like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And then this episode is just like, I can't do it. And it's like, okay, where did that happened yeah where did that come from
1: yeah because like if it had been the summer school thing there would have at least been a reason for that shift
0: yeah also her finding out that she needs to do summer school on the last day of school makes no sense like you have a much better concept of the fact that you have incompletes in three of your classes way before the last day of school yeah um so molly tells her that she has to work more during the summer since she'll have the time And then we see George on a motorcycle and at an intersection and a Mm -hmm. lawyer pulls up to him in a convertible and is like, Hey, you George? And he's like, yeah. And then gives him divorce papers at the intersection. Coincidentally. Okay. That's fine. Very. Okay. The whole
1: like you've been served thing was Mm -hmm. always confusing to me that it's like, all like in order to be sued or like divorced or whatever like someone just has to hand you the papers but like if they can't get you the papers then like you can just avoid it forever question what,
0: you just run from the papers i guess like if you just what if you have no
1: arms like if you just refuse to accept them like you just you cannot be sued uh, it
0: seems dumb like yeah. um and then falling in love happens Yeah. Uh, we go to the hallway. There's a sign that says summer session starts July 6th. So I'm assuming it's like the beginning of June. So yeah, also so she, if they, she has like a month, least a month. Yeah. right? Um, we see the yearbook. There's a picture of Amy being Oof. pregnant, like a whole page <laughs> with no other picture, just her leaning on a wall, being pregnant in their yearbook. Amazing. And Amy is mad about it.
1: I mean, I kind of would be. Yeah. Because <laughs> she also she wasn't that pregnant for the whole year. Like you could like you could have had a picture of her like after she gave birth mm-hmm. or way before. But like you chose the most pregnant <laughs> she's ever been.
0: And Madison didn't foresee that Amy would be upset about this. Because remember, Madison's on the yearbook committee. She gets to that's see her everything. That's a personality trait. Yeah. So she thought it was a good picture of her and was like totally down to put it in. I don't know. I mean, um,
1: freshmen never
0: make yearbooks, so. <laughs> and Lauren and Madison are going on vacation together, but Amy doesn't know. I don't oh, know if it's a plot point, but. <laughs> They don't
1: say. I don't think they talk about it in my episode.
0: Yeah, I don't think they do either. One
1: time I went on vacation with...
0: Redacted. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Thank you should you. go on vacation with... Redacted. Yeah, I should invite her. <laughs> yes. Um, so now we see Ricky... And Adrian, and he's telling her about how he's going to stay in his new apartment for the first time tonight. And Adrian like invites herself over and Ricky's like, hang on, we'll see. And then Adrian is like, what the heck? And then he's explaining himself something and she calls him Ernest and thinks it's funny. I don't know. I thought it was weird. I, yeah, I don't get it. I've never looked at a person and been like, you're so
1: earnest. <laughs> like when I, I, like the, I didn't know what that word meant until I read as a child, um, the importance of being earnest, which is funny. It's like, it's like a play, but there's like two characters named Ernest. <laughs> <Just get them. laughs> All kinds of shenanigans ensue, but it's pretty good. But yeah, I, it felt mm-hmm. like they were trying to reference something. But it wasn't that play because this has nothing to do with that. Yeah.
0: So, um, And then we see Jake and Grace still in the hallway talking about football and cheer camp. And Jake is the captain of the football team. We get that okay. information. Because so it's he has very important. Head. Yeah. Uh, Grace wants to quit cheer. And then a random uh, extra comes up and says that she has to sign up for cheer camp. And we're gonna do IMDb on this random extra. Oh, thank God.
1: Um. Also, I thought she quit cheerleading a long time ago, like after she done those guys with the bottle, because we haven't seen her in a cheerleading uniform since then.
0: Yeah, she said then that she. Well, they were like, they're gonna kick you off the team for that, which yeah. I don't think they did. No, but I don't know. I mean, the football the season also, like, has been over, but yeah, but like can sometimes they cheer for basketball. Yeah.
1: yeah, and like I mean, there's like if it's a competitive school like you can do cheer competitions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure this school on. Is only competitive, on I always thought those were in the spring.
0: This school is only competitive in marching band apparently.
1: Okay. That's a good point.
0: Um, but this this random character actually has a name in the show. Is it Patty? It's Katie. Okay. Uh, they don't say that here. I don't know if she ever comes back and is called Katie, but she's played by Nicole Travolta, who is... Any relation? John, yes. John Travolta's ah! niece. I hate him. <laughs> so <laughs> do you hate her?
1: I guess. Is she a Scientologist too?
0: I don't know. Oh, I should have looked into it. I'm sorry.
1: It's okay. Um, Why doesn't people's IMDb's list their religion?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean for people who are very vocal about it, they probably do. Like, people who are in all of the Christian media stuff, I think we can assume are Christians. Like Bo, Bo Duke. Duke? (laughs) I don't remember his real name. It it was something the third or fourth. Um, Okay, so Nicole Travolta, her boy share I meant to say her birthday, but then I started to say she was born.
1: <laughs> her abortion. <laughs> okay. We're doing great. Uh,
0: best podcast ever. Okay. Uh November twenty-seventh, nineteen eighty-six. So she's a Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Yeah. Yes. Um, She was in not a lot of stuff and none of it was like big roles, but anger management, two and a half men, the middle in which she played two characters. Don't know how that worked, but okay. okay. And then uh, one tree hill.
1: Oh, yo. Okay. We've talked about one tree hill on Mm -hmm. this a little bit before. But did I, did I tell you about the scene with the dog and the heart? I
0: don't know. Okay. Maybe, maybe so not. <laughs> there's this one
1: scene. I only watched like a little bit of the first season, but there's this one scene like way later in the show where like this one character who um he's like a dick, at least as far as sure. I saw. It. He's like this one guy's dad, whatever. He is about to get like <laughs> heart surgery to get his heart replaced. And the person in the hospital who's carrying the heart just in a bucket trips over a cord <laughs> and, the heart. and nice. the heart like skitters across the hospital <laughs> floor and then a golden retriever just comes over and picks it up and runs away with it like that feels like oh, some no slow tat level shit yeah <laughs> yeah it was very very funny
0: imagine slow tat but It's like a medical drama instead of a high school drama.
1: Honestly, that's Grace's spinoff.
0: Yeah, I'd love to see it. Um, Okay, so that random cheerleader girl named Katie apparently is like, Grace, don't forget to sign up for cheer camp. And Grace doesn't care. And then Grace is like, have you ever seen a cheerleader in mourning? (laughs) <laughs> and then I just thought that was a funny thing. And then later she keeps saying, I'm in um, mourning. Can like,
1: you make sure that there's cheerleaders at my funeral?
0: Yeah. Do you want like a whole, a whole team?
1: <laughs> yeah. But like I'm imagining them like super goth. Okay. goth like cheerleaders. still doing cheers. But like okay. in mourning. Okay.
0: okay. You can choreograph. It'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, and then we go to Henry and Alice and Ben and Ben's like should I tell my dad about Betty I don't think he knows and they're like yeah okay and then we go to Amy and the guidance counselor's office with Mark Molina yes. and the last this is hidden. this is where we find out Amy has three incomplete classes and she has to do summer school we talked it's about that lot. already but yeah yeah it's like half her classes probably <laughs> maybe Pretty dumb yeah Well, I mean, it makes sense that she hasn't complete classes because she missed, like, a bunch of school, even whenever she wasn't super pregnant yet, like, just whenever everyone found out.
1: Yeah, like, she took off, like, a whole week just for that, and then obviously had to take off, like, several weeks after the baby was born, and then has been just, like, a complete, like, waste of space since then.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so, makes sense. Yeah. Don't know how she didn't know already, we already talked about that though. Yep. Okay. Then we go to George's workplace, the, the furniture store. store. Yep. And uh Donnie is there and they talk that's about Leon.
1: Wait, no. That's no. Donnie. You're right. Yeah, it's Donnie. Uh
0: they talk about the divorce papers and Donnie's like, "I can't believe this hasn't already been settled." And then George is like, "I lied about the vasectomy." And then Donnie just makes a disapproving face.
1: Yes, he's very good at those.
0: Yes. Uh, I need him to just, like, follow me around so I can, like, gauge if he approves of things based on his face and just but make my decisions it? based on that.
1: That thing where people, when you can get, like, a custom credit card, they'll get, like, um, like someone's, like, disapproving face on the credit card. So when you go to spend money and you know it's stupid, you have to look at their face and you're like, no, mm, maybe not.
0: No, I have not. Definitely. But that's great. Did you know that you can just custom make uh, checkbooks and you can use whatever images and you can write whatever messages on it that you want.
1: What the hell is a checkbook?
0: I had to get new checks whenever I moved because like, or it was after I moved, like, but whenever I officially changed my address because my parents moved out of their old one. So I had to, Yeah. yeah. Um, I had to get new checkbooks then. I don't use checks. Yeah. Like, I think I've written maybe five checks in my entire life. Yeah, I've written like two. But I came across the occasion where I needed to. And I had a I, I only had a checkbook that had an inaccurate address on it. And yeah, so I needed new ones. Yeah. But I found out that you can just write anything on those. Like <laughs> it was it was a test of willpower to not make my checks like absolute memes. Yes. Um, okay. So Ben and Amy are in the hallway. Ben wants to have like a goodbye date night sort of thing since he's going to Italy. But yeah. Amy she's is still, yeah, she's still bitter about the fact that he's even going without her. And yeah. then also she has summer school now and she's just angry at life in general. So she's just like, well, let's just say goodbye here. Okay, <laughs> Bye right now. <laughs> it, Bye. Essentially, That's basically what she says. Yep. Um and then she's like, I know you deserve more and I deserve more and I'm like, neither of you deserve anything. So yeah. this is fine. Yeah. Uh, she kisses his cheek and then grabs his yearbook and rips the pregnant picture out of it and then storms See, off.
1: Of all the people who would kind of enjoy looking at that though, like, is Ben? Like, mm-hmm. I think like, that's his kink.
0: You know, like, oh no. <laughs> Apparently, I mean,
1: he's into it and like. I don't know. Like, I feel like I understand being upset that like all the other people will see you pregnant, but like he was with you while you were pregnant.
0: Even like, when she was pregnant, she didn't want anyone to see her. At least for a little bit, she was like, yeah. "I don't want you to see me like that." That's why she wanted to leave and go to like a pregnant girls' school. She where should no have one borrowed Ashley's from the next episode. Yeah, then yeah. no one would notice. Um. Okay. So then we run into ricky amy runs into ricky and he asks to take john tonight and then amy is like super angry still from talking to ben and that would actually
1: like if she had agreed to go on like a date with ben then this would be perfect because then ben would right. have a babysitter and she could actually like spend the night with wait John would have a babysitter and she could spend the
0: night with Ben yeah well Amy accuses Ricky of conspiring with Ben to make the goodbye date happen by taking the baby
1: she literally just stopped talking to him like two seconds ago like when would they have had time to conspire
0: (laughs) um and then Ricky is like what the heck I don't I don't understand why you're so angry at me right now. And then yeah. Amy just complains about her life like she always does. And then all of that, like she's like, I'm so tired. I have so much stuff to do and I have a baby. And it's like, he's literally offering to take the baby off of your hands so yeah. that you can do other things. You can take a nap. You can do whatever homework you need to. Like, yeah, I don't understand how you wouldn't want that. Yeah, know. like she's mad
1: at him. Like, she's just mad, but she's just, like, directing it all over the place.
0: Um, But then Ricky tries to, like, point out the bright side of all of her complaints, and then apparently she calms down enough to agree to let him take John.
1: Wow, he really speaks to her. He must truly be in love with her from the first moment they met. Obviously. Obviously.
0: Uh, And then we go to Grace in the Yagin's counselor's office, and... As soon as she gets in there, she starts speculating all the reasons why he would have called her there. and I'm just like, just shut up and let him yep. tell you. Like, we waste a whole two minutes on her just rambling about this stuff that is not relevant. I'm just like, I don't need this right now. Is just it like- just like
1: like exposition? Like, talking about, like, all the shit that- his- It's
0: like her being like, oh, I heard Amy's going to summer school. I'm not going to summer school, right? And then it's like, oh, is this about me quitting the cheerleaders? Because, like, you can't convince me not to or whatever. And it's like- It's just like a, a recap not- of everything Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. In the episode not necessary yeah. uh what it actually is is that grace got into this medical camp that her dad signed her up for
1: i think we've talked about this but it's mm-hmm. stupid that her dad signed her up like like whenever, like if it's something that you have to apply for like you have to do it yourself like what yeah. her dad like write a little essay
0: <laughs> about why he wants to be a doctor yeah because like, they said be it's grace they said it's super competitive like not everyone gets in so that implies that there would have been some sort of like essay component to it because yeah like i'm sure like a big
1: part of it is. i didn't think about that yeah like it's a a big part of it is probably like your grades and your extracurriculars Mm -hmm. and whatever but like i'm sure there's some part of it that's supposed to be personal and for him to do that for her is very weird and yeah kind of fraud yeah definitely definitely
0: (laughs) uh jesus would not approve of so but now he's dead so like who's gonna prove it that's a good point mm-hmm. it's all part of the plan mm-hmm. uh also jason tracy got in which is lauren's brother is this the first time we've heard their last name
1: uh no because i feel like like we knew her dad's name
0: but that no. isn't their that's dad's tracy? name it's dr that's fields
1: true. oh you're. that's true then I don't fucking know. Also, um, I find it funny that we had absolutely no indication that he wanted to be a doctor until now. So they were like, oh, crap, we forgot to <laughs> give him a personality trait. Here you go.
0: I wasn't aware that he was going to be important enough of a character to need a personality trait other yeah. than Lauren's brother but okay. Well, I guess there was, there was a bit of hinting at this because whenever Amy was pregnant, he said the word fetus and they didn't like that. Oh but yeah. If
1: he knows what a fetus is. That means he is a doctor.
0: Yes, definitely. Yep. Yep. So Grace is like, I don't think I want to go, but cool that I got in, I guess. <laughs> like- uh, and then she leaves <laughs> and she talks to Jason in the hallway and he's like. It's a a once-in-a-high-school-lifetime opportunity. You gotta go.
1: a stupid sentence. Yeah.
0: And then she's like, okay, cool, have fun. And then we're done with that. We see Molly and David at work. And David tricked her into meeting his parents by saying that they were clients and, like, coming for a meeting. So very not trustworthy. Yeah, I would be mad about that. And I'm pretty sure she is mad about that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, it's Randall and Eunice Johnson. (laughs) Are their names Eunice? Eunice. You know anyone named Eunice? I
1: Eunice. Inis Eunice. We all miss for Eunice.
0: Eunice, you hardly know us. Um. Eunice, you hardly (laughs) miss. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> falling in love. Uh, basically, it's very awkward, and you parents meeting. Sure, whatever. Uh, back to the hallway. The bell rings, and teenagers excitedly fill the hallway because it's the last day of school, and they're done. It reminded me of what time is it from High School Musical Two, where they all hmm. dance in the hallways. Yeah. I wish they would have just inserted that clip right here.
1: (laughs) Yes. There's also that one, uh, Avril song where it's like, um, the last day of school and it's like, it's gonna, gonna be, be a bitch in summer. I believe the song is called bitch in summer. Okay. Are you familiar? (laughs) They should have played that here is what I'm saying is because we know they love Avril Lafina. Yes. We know they have an
0: established relationship with Avril. So as we all do, (laughs) um ben goes to see mark molina one last time Mm -hmm. and mark molina is packing up his stuff he's quitting uh because he was not getting enough money to support his growing family
1: also no amount of money is enough to deal with ben and his bullshit (laughs)
0: honestly like that's the real reason he's just not saying it um while he's packing up his stuff he is putting away a frog now, I yes. was here whenever you were discussing Kermit Clutterbucket and his placement. replacement, bucket. but yes. I don't, so I don't know which frog was which. I didn't go back to check, he obviously, but I don't know.
1: through a variety of frogs.
0: Okay, so, so I don't know which frog that is, but he was putting away a frog.
1: Also, um, I, okay, when I was watching ahead, I'm pretty sure the person who's like the temporary new Guidance Counselor also has like a frog-related thing. So like
0: interesting. I don't know. They probably well, just didn't reset the stuff in. No, I the think set. it's like
1: it was like a different frog. So it's like probably an <laughs> inside joke that like we're not gonna find out about
0: ever. It's dang. Funny. Okay. So Ben is just like, well, thanks for all the advice. And Mark is like, thanks for an interesting year. And then Ben asks if he should tell his dad about Betty. And then that's it. Never see Mark Molina again.
1: (laughs) That's his last line. (laughs) Awesome. Um, I bet, I imagine the way he said to that was like, no, get the fuck away from (laughs) me.
0: Yeah. Then we see that Adrian snuck into Ricky's new apartment. And whenever Ricky discovers this, Adrian says that Bunny threatened her, but then Danny let her in so
1: okay so danny still works there
0: yes i don't know if we'll ever meet danny but he is someone who's there apparently
1: imaginary butcher shop worker yes
0: uh and then adrian's like well i'll wait until you're done with work and then he's like no because i have to get john after work and then adrian is very offended that he's choosing to spend the night with john his first time in the apartment instead of her like she should be number one in his book not his little it is weird that he didn't say that earlier though or maybe he did but like like, he could have been like we'll see if i can get john then i'd rather have him there but he just didn't know yet also like
1: it doesn't really like i guess i like i know that like amy probably wouldn't be a huge fan of it but like She could be there. yeah, like they could both be there at the same time, you know. Well,
0: I mean, Adrian wants to be there to have sex with him, and I don't know baby sleep. I don't know how Ricky feels about having sex in front of his baby or with his baby there. There's I mean the crib is right next to his bed. Yeah, okay, maybe
1: they shouldn't then, but
0: Like if it, it was, asked was just Adrian to hang out then yeah I think that'd be fine but Yeah. Um Anyway, Adrian's very offended by that. And then she's like, you said you don't want me to be with anyone, right? Specifically mm-hmm. Ben or Jake. And Ricky's like, I did? <laughs> he doesn't remember this conversation <laughs> happening. <laughs> um Okay. And then they just go back and forth, like, don't lie to me and trust me and they don't trust each other, whatever. Yep. Uh, Grace tells her mom about the medical camp thing and her mom is wearing so much, like, dark blue eyeshadow in this scene. She's in mourning. (laughs) Okay. I feel like that was... I don't know like what is it with middle-aged women and blue eyeshadow because I feel like there's I think it was big in the 80s and then they just don't let it go okay
1: yeah um did you know that there's like a trend going around right now that's like um revamping the hair bedazzling from like the 90s where you literally Mm -hmm. put like little like bedazzles in your hair and it's actually pretty cute We should do it okay and you can like bedazzle your face and stuff. You can bedazzle basically <laughs> anything you want.
0: Oh no! Yeah, they make like bedazzled contacts, like how they make colored contacts.
1: Where are the bedazzles? Um, are they in the middle? I are don't they all know. around?
0: I was thinking like on the. Is it the iris? So <laughs>
1: I guess. How do you blink?
0: Uncomfortably.
1: Ew imagine
0: <laughs> you're just blinking and it's just like yeah <laughs> um okay so kathleen is donating their like uh marshall's old clothes yeah. and grace becomes upset yeah. about that yeah. and that kathleen is just moving on in general uh grace is not happy about it and then kathy's just like live your life grace move on <laughs> and then they hug get over it essentially as pocahontas once said (laughs) all must must die die. um and then we see george at his kitchen table reading the divorce papers and ashley walks in and she says trouble in river city i was what the hell (laughs) it's a reference okay so It's a reference from the song, You Got Trouble, in parentheses, in River City, from The Music Man, which was a musical in 1957 and a movie in 1962.
1: So someone in the writer's room is a time traveler from
0: 1952. That's what we've established. Essentially. Like another 1950s reference from Ashley in particular. Like, I don't understand. (laughs) Okay. Um, so that's what that's referencing. Also, River City is not a real place. I just wanted to check to see if they were in River City. There's not, like, a single place called River City? No, it's just, like, any city on a river can be called River City is a nickname, and, like, most cities, I think, are on or near rivers, because that's just the... So every city, ideal place for a city. That's probably what element of society.
1: That's probably why there's no place actually called River City because it would refer to too many cities.
0: Yeah, and that's probably why they used it in whatever play or musical or movie that is, just so that it's a very generic place that could be anywhere. Yeah. Um. So Ashley says there's trouble in River City because Adrian is outside. She was like parking her car, and Ashley saw her when she came okay. in.
1: So this song is about people parking their cars outside.
0: The song I listen to it is actually about pool tables, um, and okay. how that's <laughs> the big trouble that's going to like alienate the youth from society. Is that what they're the playing fuck? so much pool or something? It's like kids these days. It's with like their billiards. The line is like. You got trouble, and that starts with a T, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for pool. (laughs) So. I I don't understand. I don't either. Um, I have no intention of watching The Music Man to find out more about that, so.
1: Oh, it kind of makes more sense that it's from a musical. I forgot. Mm -hmm. I thought
0: it was just, like, a song, and I was like, who would write a song about that? No. Okay. It's a musical that was also turned into a movie. So. But. Um, Adrian knocks on the door Ashley lets her in And then fakes an ear infection to run away um, okay. Adrian asks George if he's selling the house And then tells him that she heard about his vasectomy And then she also tells him That her parents are like dating again So forget about my mom It's and, been so long Yeah, and George is literally like, okay Okay <laughs> And then at some point they talk about Ricky and George is like, Ricky, Ugh. tricky, and Ricky, <laughs> uh, Ricky, ticky, rum, pum, pum, yes. uh, pum. And then Adrian calls him Ricky. Uh, and I think we've seen this comparison before where Ashley like said that he was like Ricky or something. Yeah. Cause he's the one who got her pregnant. Mm hmm. And then Ashley is listening from the top of the stairs, and then it cuts to, like, Adrian being gone, and Ashley is talking to her dad, and she's like, you know what, Adrian's right, you are, Ricky. Mm. And then Ashley demands that he tells Molly about the vasectomy, and Ashley's just very dramatic, acting. <laughs> Almost acting. crying. Yes. Uh She's going off on him and she just doesn't want to see her mother get hurt. She's very sad and tells him to tell her the truth.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like I don't really see how Molly would get hurt from just thinking it was David's baby. Uh, unless he because, eventually
0: finds out. But. Because she is divorcing George and getting married to David yeah, based on the fact I'm pretty sure she's only marrying David based on the fact that she thinks it's his baby. I get, yeah, like she wouldn't be getting married, but like he seems nice. Like
1: he doesn't seem like he's going <laughs> to. Does he? Me. No, he kind of sucks. <laughs>
0: yeah, he literally. So did just, George? I mean, it's, that's true. That's true. It's a lateral like, move, regardless of because Ashley is assuming that if they know that like, the baby is George's, that they're not going to get divorced. And I think that they should get divorced regardless of if the baby is George's or not.
1: Yeah, because she wanted to divorce him way before she knew she was yeah. pregnant. Yeah, like,
0: that relationship just doesn't work, period. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, they already have kids together. Like, yeah, that's not making a difference. Yeah. So, like, he can still admit that it's his baby and help take care of it and still- live in separate houses and be different people and date different people and just not, I don't know. But yeah, Ashley like already what they were gonna do. Like, Ashley thinks that it means that they won't get divorced if Molly knows. Yeah. Um, we see Ben and Sausage King at their house. Ben tells him that Amy didn't want to see him and then he's like, also Betty's a prostitute. And Sausage King is like, nope, she's just Betty, nope. and she's not anything that she was or any job that she has now does not define her. She's just Betty, and I love her. Yeah. Also, I've been new. You're not telling me anything I didn't already know. Yep. Because um, the audacity
1: of Ben to think that like he knew more about Betty than his dad did.
0: Right. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hate him. Um. Sausage King knew since they slept together for the first time. That's when she told him. And he doesn't think that she's in it just for money. Like, they're just in love and happy together and good for them. Yes. Um, and then Adrienne goes home and sees her parents having a nice romantic dinner. She tells them that Ricky is having John over for the first time and her mom's like oh that's so cute which is like the appropriate response instead of adrian's like anger and jealousy Mm -hmm. um and then they tell adrian to sit down and eat dinner with them cute family dinner vibes yeah
1: weird that they don't normally have dinner together since they all live together and they're a family like i don't know i like i guess they're like dating but it's kind of weird that like she wasn't even invited originally that Well, yeah. There and it's. it's I mean, they
0: were assuming she was going to be somewhere else, and I guess normally they're not all always there. Like her mom is all over the place, and her dad. I don't know what's up with their whole family situation right now. I guess he's like busy. He's a yeah. I mean, that's the thing. My family never really had. A lot of, like, families sit down dinners together because people just have lives. <laughs> like That's true. We're all on different schedules. Um. So then we see Amy and John in her bedroom. Ricky comes to pick John up, but he just fell asleep 15 minutes ago. Ooh. Okay. We're having a little setup here. Mm-hmm. I will just say this scene feels like the first time I've seen Amy actually like somewhat like this baby. Mm-hmm. Like she actually seems like she loves it as a mother to a yeah. child. <laughs> this is the first time I've seen her. She's just that. not complaining about it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Amy's like, well, or Ricky's like, we shouldn't wake him up then. And so basically Ricky offers to stay the night there while Amy sleeps and take care of John if he wakes up.
1: I mean, he could night. just stay until he wakes up cuz like he's a baby, yeah. and he's probably going to wake up and then just like take him home then.
0: And that's kind of how it's framed at first, but then that's yeah. not what happens.
1: I get, like he probably falls asleep cuz like And I also
0: late. don't know anything about babies. Can you not like transport them while they are asleep? Like I, I think the, the impression I always got was it's difficult
1: to get them to fall asleep so once they are asleep you don't want to wake them up because you're like now I have to start all over getting you back to sleep okay. but I don't really understand that because I'm just like they have to sleep eventually yeah like it's not like you're keeping them up and they're like no anno- like they're awake because they're annoyed at you for keeping them up like they will yeah. fall asleep eventually and I, I feel know there's like, like there's feel a whole like- thing where you have to like sleep train them because they like don't have a like circadian rhythm at first so you have to like at a certain point like okay. try and actively try to get them to fall asleep
0: by like rocking normal- them and stuff or something yeah.
1: <laughs> but honestly like i know for a lot of people like when their kid can't sleep they'll put them in the car and just drive around and that'll make them go. fall asleep so i feel like ricky taking him and just like driving around for a while would be fine right
0: like i feel like at a certain point once they're asleep, like, they're obviously tired enough that, like, I've seen babies fall asleep, like, at family get-togethers and stuff, and then they just take the sleeping baby home. Like, it's not like they're trapped where they are when the baby falls asleep. Yeah. Like, they still have to leave.
1: Yeah. And I guess, like, it probably depends on the baby. Like, some babies probably, like, fall asleep easier Mm -hmm. than others.
0: Or, like I if you wake them up while they're asleep, they'll be super mad about it and just like start yeah. screaming. Um, but like that's which is not just not ideal like
1: a little bit. And, and then, then I'll just go to back to by. sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I,
0: don't, I, don't know. I don't know. But Ricky's staying the night. And then the next morning we see Betty talking to Ben. And Sausage King also comes in, and they just both confirm that they're super happy together. Mm -hmm. And then Betty gives some advice to be honest with the person you love. And for some reason, Ben interprets this as, I need to stop at Amy's before the airport.
1: Yeah, like, he wasn't
0: lying to her about anything at that point. there was no dishonesty in that, like...
1: Yeah, like, if her advice had been like, oh, like, hang on to the people that you love, because yolo or something yeah that would kind of make sense but like that specific advice doesn't really connect to his actions
0: or like advice like don't don't go away on long journeys whenever you're mad at someone because then they might die you know if grace had had been delivering this, it would have been
1: great yes um what if ben died
0: (laughs) 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 or at least lost his legs (laughs) um so he's going to Amy's house. Mm-hmm. We see Jake come to Grace's house in the morning. I guess Grace told him, like, hey, we need to talk first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. And Jake comes over and he's like, you're not breaking up with me, are you? And Grace is like, no, I love you. And he says, yep. thanks. So <laughs> just the Great. best response to I love you. Um, Grace tells him that she decided to go to medical camp. Mm-hmm and then she smiles and jake's like i haven't seen you smile since forever and then they hug
1: literally the last time he saw her smile was probably during sex
0: yeah yeah he should have said that that (laughs) she would have loved it yeah definitely would not have gotten mad um and then we see George wake Ashley up in the morning, and he's like, "I rented an RV, and we're going on a road trip." Surprise! Leave in an hour.
1: That is my dream. I love a road trip. Yeah, I love abandoning things and leaving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I don't love is spending three days, three weeks, three months with George. With George. But yeah, I just the way she phrased that was just like three days. Three weeks? Don't tell me it's three months. And it's like, why is it three of anything?
0: Like, well, George says three days, three weeks. And then Ashley's like, not three months. Yeah. She interrupts it. But yeah. It
1: it had big six weeks a couple
0: of months ago vibes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Ashley is concerned about leaving Amy, but George is like, eh, she's a good mother. Evidence where. She is not. Also, (laughs) remember
1: when you guys said you would help her with the baby?
0: yeah yeah um and george still hasn't told molly about the vasectomy so there you go she'll figure it out molly lets herself into george's house and tells george to sign the divorce papers because she decided to marry david now can i just say the last time we saw molly was with david's parents being surprised like that Yeah, yeah like where did that transition into we're maybe, getting married maybe
1: i mean they didn't show them interacting with her maybe they no. really liked her maybe they were like wow Molly Ringwald, <laughs> you're great and she was like wow i like you guys too maybe i will marry your son also
0: they're rich maybe they were like yeah i'll give you, you a, like some money yeah give you yeah. all this money if you marry him uh I don't know. George is like, Hang on, before I sign that, I have to tell you something. And Molly's like, I don't care, sign the papers. And he's like, mm-hmm. Okay, never mind, I guess. Yeah. And then Ben shows up at Amy's house and Ooh. he just couldn't leave things as they were. He had to say goodbye to her for real. Mm-hmm. And they talk to each other, like, we're so strong together. Nothing can ever come between us after everything we've been through. There's and they not hug it. and they say, I love you. And then Ricky walks in with John and immediately Ooh. they're just angry at each other and on the verge of breaking up again.
1: <laughs> no time for an explanation. No, like, yeah. oh, he's just here because his son literally
0: lives here. Yep. Oop. It's so stupid. I hate this show. Um, but Ben also, is immediately was, mad. Was Molly not there? Like is she cool with Ricky just sleeping over? I bet she probably is because it's like, hey, he's taking care of the baby. That's Amy's true. sleeping, like, whatever. Yeah. Um And they're immediately like it's not what it looks like. and Ben's like, oh, I sure hope so. And then he leaves. And then the episode ends. Wow. So. I mean,
1: (laughs) some like almost like borderline quality drama there. Like there was an actual setup of something happening, and then something happened. Characters are. What happened? (laughs) Nothing actually happened. That's a good point. That's a good point. Like there was at least a moment when like Ricky walked out with the baby, and you're like, ooh but then like they don't yell at each other like they don't really say anything there's no breakup they just leave yeah so I I retract saying it was good
0: (laughs) this is like I felt really bored during this episode I was very yeah I was bored when you were telling it to me yeah I was like what is the point of any of this I am not a fan this is one of my least favorites and that's saying something that yeah it was not great also just like the the
1: timeline like it feels like this should be like a season finale but it's not
0: and I was gonna talk about that during your episode but like we have a time skip in the next episode so they just skip the entire summer and it's like why was this not where they split up the season I get that like having the baby was like a big deal, but then I think why it, not
1: just time it so that like the baby the, was born at the end, right?
0: And that would make sense because the baby is conceived in the summer. Like, if for her to have the baby in February, doesn't it mean that it was had to be conceived in like May?
1: Yeah, we talked about that. Like, sense. if she, if we would just say that like band camp was like at the end end last of week of August or something, yes. then like she would be having the baby right at the end of the school year. Maybe and it's just that the would way... make sense for
0: a season to end. Maybe it was the writer's strike. <laughs> it just makes know. no sense. It's Whatever. Stupid. Um, This has been Slow Tat. I'm Carrie. And I'm not. Bye. Sorry. I'm sorry. So the Banana Splits is a real children's program. For kids with divorced parents and for kids with dead parents, not just divorced. So I mean the Banana Splits, it's already a funny name for divorced parents but like if you're talking dead parents and you're calling it the bana- Banana Splits like kind of weird to me but okay. it's uh, It was established in 1978 by Liz McGonigal and it isn't licensed so anyone can start A Banana Splits Club at any school at any time. There's BananaSplitsResourceCenter.org that has a lot of like lists of materials and activities that you can use at any point if you want to start a Banana Splits Club at your local school. And there's also a book that you can buy if you want to follow an exact curriculum, but the activities and stuff on the website are free to use as resources, and yeah.